Yo, welcome back to episode 3 of the PMP podcast, the Pace and Power podcast. You're joined once again by myself, Jaila Cole. I hope we're all doing good. Hope you all had a good week. What's everyone saying, man? We're back again and we're here to talk ball um, today, as you can hear. Um, right now, it's only me today, so there's no special guest. There's no guest here. But the show must go on, right? The show must go on. I'd be so real. I'm so tired right now. It's been a long day, but we push through. We push through. So um, today, the plan is right now, this weekend, there's been no Premier League football. So there's been FA Cup. So there's been a break. Therefore, the plan is to do a mid-season review slash a mid-season award ceremony show. So I'm I'm be giving some awards out to some players um, and the manager as well. So just to, just to see how well they've been, just to see how well they've been. English, please, just to see how you know how well they've gone gotten on the season. So it'll be player player of the season, young player of the season, signing of the season, and manager of the season. So I will reveal who has won those awards, and also right now in January it is the transfer window. So I'm gonna. Do a quick roundup of the deals that's been happening so far in the Premier League um, as the window shuts in two days. So, yeah. And then finally, based on the awards and transfer news, then I'm going to make my predictions for how the season will finish as we're now in the second half of the season. So, yeah. Without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So, player of the season. Player of the season, right? And I've got a few names I want to put in the hat before... I announce who I think should get that award right now. So let's say if the season was finished right now, he would win these awards. So boom. So that's the thing. Um, you know, obviously the big one is Erling Haaland, who has scored 25 goals, I believe, in 20 games. It's insane. Um, I have Saka in there, Odegaard's in there too. You know, Arsenal players have been really good this, this season. You know, Xhaka. I can have a lot of Arsenal players prefer to be in this, um, to win it. Um, maybe Casemiro at United could be in there. Rashford could be in there as well. He's had a great season as well. Can't stop scoring goals. Um, Luke, Luke Shaw. You can go to Newcastle, Trippier, Bruno G, Fabian Shaw. There's been some standout players this season, even at Brighton. Batoma, who's been good in recent weeks. Um... Trossard before his hiccup at Brighton. Trying to think now. Tony, I guess. Um, Mitrovic at Fulham as well with Pereira. So there's some good players, man, who deserve some recognition this year. But for me, man, it's got to be the the Norwegian Norwegian robot, Mr. Erling Haaland. He's got, like I said earlier, 25 goals this season. And yeah, he's just done what we thought he would do, which is score goals, man. Like, literally, we thought he's going to come in, score goals. And yeah, he's done that. He's made the Premier League look mad easy. Like, he's taken a mick. Like, everyone thought, oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you can score your goals in the Bundesliga. It's cute. You know, them, them and play really high lines and whatnot. Like, it's you can score a goal in your sleep in, the, in Germany. But yeah, Erling, Erling, if you're bad, come do in the Prem. He said, what? Yeah, sure. And he's done in the Prem and he's, he's, he's dunked on everyone's head. Like, he slapped Bearman's head this season. Like, he scored against United at home, Hattrick against United. He scored against, well, that was Liverpool in a cup. He scored against, I think he scored in, in near every game, apart from Bournemouth at home, um, away, away at United. And I think he didn't score at Chelsea either. But either way, man, he scored a lot of goals. And the goals he scored have been not special, 
But he's been in, in positions where in the past guys are like, oh, if C had a nine, they score here or they win this game. So he's been, in my opinion, a solution. The last week on the pod with Royal, shout out Royal, I said, um, we, had, we discussed whether people were saying Haaland is a problem or not, which is, I think, is uh, nonsense, right? And he's been, he's been, yeah, he's been great for City, and I think now we're starting to see that the City players still need to adapt to him, and rather than him adapting, adapting to City. So yeah, um, City haven't been like amazing, but as a player, Haaland, Haaland has been. You can't fault you can't fault him at all. You can't fault him. So yeah, that's my player of the season. Please um, get involved, man, and either on Twitter or. Message me personally, personally on IG or, or Twitter or whatever. Let me know who your player of the season is. Mine is Haaland. But yeah, like I said, bare people could have been there. Um, Odegaard was a very, for me, he's second on that list. If there was going to be like a ranking, he'll be second because he's been, he's been amazing, man. Like, he, Arsenal gave him the, the armband this season. I was like, what are you sure? Odegaard captain. Fair enough, he proved me wrong. And man, yeah, he's, he's, an, he's a really good player. Really good player. Creative. Really, te- he's gifted technically, really mature as well for his age as well. And he's a player that's like, I think from 16, he was tipped to be the next best thing. And it took him a while to really become the player that we thought he may be. And he is that right now. And at 24, he'll keep getting better. So, shout out Odegaard, man. So, we're going to move on, excuse me, to my young player, player of the season. You know, in recent years, like, they're like, People that won this award have been a bit older, like 23, 24, 22. Now we're going to try and keep it to 21 and below um, for the sake of, you know, young. If you're young, you've got to be in that age, in that category. So, you know, another place, place that could be in that conversation. Oh, gosh, top of my head, trying to think. He's been he's been boiling out. It's been quite young. As you can see, this, this is the lack of preparation right now. But um, I can't lie, man. I've got no one in my head that's been really good for the age. Yeah, I can't lie, man. It's going to be the boy, Bukayo Saka, who actually had down to win this award. I can't think of anyone that has who's been really good um, this season that's been that's, that's young, that's like, in terms of like fitting my criteria. So, uh, yeah, for sure, it'll be Bukayo Saka. Foden's been off the ball, so he's, he's not he's not involved in the conversation. So, yeah, Saka's been the player of the season so far for his category. I think, yeah, Royal, Royals, me and Royal last week were really bigging him up. You know, he's been, he's taken his game up to another level. He's more direct. He's more efficient in front of goal. He's he's just got a mad, like, swagger about him. Like, he he knows he's him. He walks around with his chest pumped high. And, yeah, I know, like, Saka's been built up. It's his humble, you know, God-first kind of guy, which I love that, like, big up Saka for being that kind of person. But when on the pitch, he's different. On the pitch, he's, 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 he's he knows that he's the man to be counted upon. And he's taking that mantle and he's producing. He's scoring goals. He's, he's assisting. He's, he's affecting games from start to finish. So he's he's 21, but he's very accomplished. He's very mature, like Odegaard. Like he's he's top man. He's top. I can't I can't big him up enough. I can't praise him enough. He's been phenomenal for Arsenal. And at 21, Arsenal have a player that will be that good for bro 10, 13 years. Like Arsenal don't need to get another star Ravenga unless Saka leaves, which I don't think he will ever leave Arsenal. Unless something crazy happens. So yeah, man, that's Bukai Saka, young young player of the season so far. So if if you're um if you're like if you're like me, actually if, if you're not like me, um and you have more Bonoli, let me know who you think is deserving of this award. Yeah, but Saka Saka gets it for me. 
Now, next award quickly. Our signing of the season. Signing of the season, man. I think who came to the Premier this year? Casemiro came for 50 million. Um, United. Martinez, same price. Anthony, same price. So, um, Saliba Kana, does Saliba count? I mean, he's been at Arsenal before, but it's his first season, season at Arsenal, so I might give him a pass. Um, Jesus, he's been injured as well. Um, he's been Haaland again, so he's, he's in that picture conversation. I'm trying to think who's been even at other clubs. Pereira at Fulham, the shout. Matoma um, at, at Brighton, the shout as well. Um, and I think he's been he's been really good, but yeah. But for me, again, let me know, man, who you think should win this award. But for me, I'm going for Casemiro. Casemiro, man, the don from Brazil. He's been you see you see, see Casemiro, yeah. He's been the exact player that United have been missing for ten years. Ten years since since, since Michael Carrick in 2013. And Casemiro has like you see this category, right? I'm thinking of a player that's like transformed their team. You know, that's when they came in, has their team gone up by level? And Casemiro is the reason why United are where they are. He's been he's been a he's been a brute in midfield. Like he's breaking up play. And you see that he's actually very te- technically gifted, you know. In his former club at Madrid, being Casemiro, all he's got to do is win the ball back and give it to Modric or Cruz and they'll cook. At United, he's saying, "Well, I can cook too. I'm a, I'm a Michelin star chef. I'm, I have my own kitchen in, in Madrid. I'm a cook. I'm, I'm a cook in Manchester, and he's cooking, bro. He's cooking. He's cooking real good food, man. I'm enjoying. I'm, I'm my bowl is full. I'm satisfied." He's been amazing for United, and I think every United fan will tell you that he's been the best signing we've made in a in a decade, man. Since 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 post Fergie, he's been transformational. He's been I can't again speak highly enough of him, especially as a United fan. And he's box office too. He's, he's box office. He's not just a guy that wants to sit sit back and you know make a tackle and pass the ball off to Ericsson or Bruno. He's actually going forward and he's and he's scoring goals. Even yesterday, he, he scored two against Reading in the cup. So yeah, for me, Casemiro has been signing up the season, and at thirty, we just got an elite player, an elite player who's who's at the top of his game, and he's arguably the best in his position in the game in DM. You can't name me two or three better than him. I think. I mean, I know that we've got Rodri and Party in the league who is up there, but in terms of signing up the season, Casemiro gets it for me. Um, yeah, so again, let me know who you think. Should win, should, should win that award. I'm pretty sure I'm missing a few people. But yeah, Casemiro wins it. And lastly, for the mid-season award, we have Mikel Arteta for manager of the season. I think this is quite undisputed. You can't tell me someone else should win it over Arteta because Arteta is managing managing a club who last year finished fifth on about 68 points, I think it was, maybe 71. And now um, they have... 50 points after 19 games and sit number one first numero uno in the Premier League, man. Like, Arteta has done wonders at... He's a miracle worker, bro. Like, he is a magician. He is him. He is that guy. He's the best right now. That work, the work he's done at Arsenal has been utterly unbelievable. Like, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't even cap, I'm not lie. I, I, for one, like, last week I said I was down Thomas last week. I wasn't believing Arteta. Arteta was doing his thing. I'm like, bro, I'm not seeing it. I'm not hearing it. But Arteta's proved me wrong. He's proved every wrong, one wrong. And he's even proved Arsenal fans wrong. 
Arsenal fans were singing Arteta out. Certain certain fans were even making Arteta out T-shirts. But here we are now. At the end of end of end of January, Arteta is now first in the league, playing the best football in the league. Bro, Arteta, I, I applaud you, man. I'm I'm applauding work because it's been it's been brilliant to see, you know, young a young manager who's who's learned his trade. And has been given, given time as well to to materialize his team, to make his team perform his team in his own image, and they're producing the goods. And right now they sit first, as I've said, playing the best football you will see anywhere in Europe. Europe probably. He's done he's done an amazing job. If Arsenal win the league, he's done probably the best job you've you've ever seen in a long time in the football. Take I mean in terms of in terms of taking a team from one place to another place in the space of a a year like it's been it's been outstanding work he's done so far Arsenal's a, I mean another another mention that could who can be in the conversation is Eddie Howe again Newcastle were 20th when when he took over last year and now they sit fourth in the league another another man who's done miracles at, at a club so those two are in the conversation for for that um award to be manager of the year Maybe I could sneak in Ten Hag a little bit to be a bit biased, but Eddie Howe second, and if you could, and then you're gonna to have to go like another level, another tier. Arteta's number one, number one, undisputed number one. So that is the little award ceremony. Um, I hope the players really appreciate me, you know, giving them these awards. Um, hopefully one day I, I might get to speak to a few of them, and you know, yeah, but we'll see. So moving on very swiftly, transfer roundup. Honestly, um, I haven't really been too bothered about the window so far because January window for me is very boring in general. Um, but after after the World Cup, people got people got people have money to spend, and um, in, in a way, it's been said that this window is a bit like a summer window because the World Cup happened in in the winter, and uh, people are trying to build their build their squads again after a long break and you know whatnot. So um, there's been a few moves recently. Anthony Gordon's gone to Newcastle uh, from Everton for 40, for forty-five million pounds. Um, I guess that's a good signing. He's been all right for Everton, but I guess he's making that next step up where he's probably a bit more of his level where he can now really show what the hype is about him. So we'll see how he gets on. I reckon he might start on the left ahead of Willock, who's probably more of a more of a midfielder. So I guess it makes a bit bit more sense to have him there. Um, I don't think many big moves. I, mean, I have I have my notes here, so I have focus on Chelsea. Chelsea, you can't stop spending money. Like Bowley has a has a, like a crazy card where you can spend like an, a dumb amount of funds. So anyhow, I would love to have that credit card that he has. But Chelsea have now signed as of as of yesterday signed um, Gusto from from Leon, the right back, who they've loaned back to um, Leon. Madueke from. Um, PSV for thirty-five million pounds, I think he was. Uh, he's also an ex-Tottenham um, player. He's a right winger, so I guess he he's young. He's young too, so they've signed young in this window. They so they've done like a kind of like a mini rebuild in in, in a sense. Badashil centre back from Monaco for around thirty, I think he was around thirty million, and then for Fana from Mold striker, who they got for about like I want to say twenty. Don't quote me on these. I'm not too sure. So Chelsea made some moves in the market as they're trying to rebuild and just throw money at their problems, which I wish I could do, but you know, that's me. Um 
So yeah, we'll see if they can fix what fix like their issues with these signings, I guess. And these signings, I guess, for up and now, you know, to try and improve the season. Also long term, you know, signing plays at 21, 23, 24 plays, we have potential. So I, I can't I can't knock their strategy. Um I can't lie, man. If you're broke, man, allow it. If you're broke, you can't really complain. Like, get your money up. And that's what they're doing. They're, they're spending the money they have, so fair play to them. They're, pr- they're apparently still on the market for another midfielder, looking at Enzo Fernandez, who will cost them £100 million, I believe, or a bit more, because he, he's got a release clause, so watch that space. We'll see if they make a move in the next two days or so. Um, we're going to move on to Spurs. Spurs, I think as of today, have signed Pedro Porro, right back from Sporting Lisbon for 45 million euros. That I, I don't think it's been confirmed officially, but it's it's done effectively. So they've got right back. You know, right wing back has been a troubled area for them with Emerson being Emerson. And then Doherty is, again, mid. So they had to get an upgrade there. And, you know, wing backs in contest system so vital having a, having a good wing backs. You know, they've got Perisic on one side. And then um, Poro now. So they've got nice, direct, quick, um, wing backs who could who should provide some more quality that they're really crying out for. And they brought in Dan Drummer, who they hijacked Everton um last week and brought in Dan Drummer from Villarreal alone. So it's a very low risk signing which could have potentially high rewards. He scored on his debut yesterday so he's got off to a good start. And it provides that competition for um places that is very important and very top team. You know, they had Son who's been stinking up the gaff. Like my nose is really hurting from Son this season. I think he's scored only one goal, no two in two in the league. But he's, he got a brace yesterday, so he's trying to get his his mojo back. But again, it's really it's, very, it's always good to add a bit of quality or quality to your side here and there, and they've done that. So, you know, Spurs are Spurs are doing all right. You know, I know I've been I'm quite, I'm quite harsh on them in general, but you know they they've got they've got a decent core players, and we'll see what they do. Um, in terms of transfer, obviously Arsenal are. Arsenal brought in Trossard for around £80 million. Um, he's played a few games now and he's been impressive to add because they'll crown out for a winger just in case, you know, um, for depth, in case Martin Lee is injured or, or whatever it is. So they got Trossard in now. They're also in the market for a midfielder and they put in a £60 million bid for Caicedo um, from Brighton, which has been rejected. So they're in the market for midfielder. Um, so we'll see how they how they move in that front before the window closes. That's that's there's been I think that's it in terms of like major deals you know, in the in the in the league. There's been deals, you know, for us for us to understand and players, so are so are wolves as well. But you know, um my team United aren't signing players because we're broke. We're right now going through a sale, so there's no money to spend whatsoever. I mean we brought in Vegos on loan from, from Besiktas or from Burnley rather. And he's he's been okay, but again, if United are signing signing Vegos on loan, then there's obviously an issue. But the plan is for United is to spend it, spend it in the summer and spend big. So we'll see you on that front. So that's the mini transfer roundup done. Lastly, before we wrap up here, we're going to do our final prediction for the season. So I made mine earlier in the season where I, before it started, I had, um, I believe I had City win the league, Liverpool finished finish second, um, Spurs third and Arsenal fourth. Um, with United fifth and that Chelsea sixth, I believe I had it. Um, so we're now going to make my fresh one. You guys, let me know what yours are. Let me know in the, you know, on 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 Twitter or Instagram, wherever. Hit me up and let me know your predictions for this season now. So I'm gonna start with mine. Arsenal will be champions. Arsenal fans, the, the wait's over. Twenty year drought 
it'll be done soon. Um, Arsenal will be champions in my in my opinion. Second place have Man City. He will not be going back to back to back. I think yeah, they will not do a three peat. Thank God. In third place, I have Manchester United. In third place, drastically improving from their sixth place finish last season. Um, in fourth, I have Spurs. Surprisingly, I believe Spurs aren't right now. Spurs are third from fourth. So Spurs are in a decent position. And yeah, if Harry Kane keeps scoring goals and you know they get Son firing, firing again, and then Jamal Richarlison, he can finally score a goal. And they have they got a decent midfield. If they can, you know, um, fix their defense a bit and just be a more of a Conte side, I believe they have a good chance of finishing fourth. They're not as far off it as we think. I know it's it's easy it's easy to be very um, doom and gloom about Spurs, but they'll be all right. In fifth, I have Chelsea actually. I think. I said last week that Chelsea will get it right eventually. I was impressed with their performance against Liverpool. And you know, if you keep, if you keep spending money, as I said, you will get it right eventually. So I think they'll be fifth, which is obviously not where they should be. Chelsea should be in the top four in a normal season. But I think that I think they'll recover well to get um fifth place. But I could be really wrong, but we'll see. And then in sixth, I have Newcastle. So I believe Newcastle will drop out top four, purely because I don't think they have enough quality just yet. Insane is they've only lost one game all season, and they've conceded just third, just eleven, I think. So they've been unbelievable so far. But over a thirty-eight game season, I think I think they lack just that bit more quality quality to see them through. In terms in terms of top four, I could be wrong, and I, I don't mind me wrong, but I will say sixth place for them, which is still good, man. Last year they finished um not sure where, but I think like tenth or eleventh maybe. So and they haven't played in in Europe in like ten years as well, so. They'll be happy with sixth place, so I'm gonna say that in terms of the big six. So that means that I think Liverpool will not touch Europe this year. They might see Conference Conference League, they might see that, but I think they're gonna struggle, man. They're not they're not looking good at all. Finally, to wrap up my bottom three, um, eight have Bournemouth going down, and then have in nineteenth Southampton going down, and finally Nottingham Forest going down. So. I hope you might enjoy the episode. It's very hard doing it by myself. Like, my voice is... I need a drink. My throat is dry. But anyhow, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast episode, the PNP... Hey, I forgot. Hey, my PNP play of the week. And I'll be so real. I've been busy this weekend. I haven't seen much football. But I'm going to give my PNP play of the week to... No one. I'll be so real. Nobody. <laughs> My bad, man. No one. I haven't seen any any football this weekend, to be honest. Enough to give an award to anyone. So there's no PMP Player of the Week this week. But like I said, love for listening so far. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Please make sure to share it for everyone you know, whether they like ball or not. Share it. We're gonna go global in Jesus' name. So get the word out there. This is a very sh- it's a short episode this- today. So yeah. Hope you lot enjoyed it and I'll be back next week by God's grace. I hope you lot have a blessed week in whatever you're doing in uni or work, whatever. Take care and I'll see you next week. Love.